morning to everyone. This is uh, Luca Mino. We're back for Luca's World. I hope everybody's doing well today. This is the weekend. Finally, um, it's very cold over here, but it's getting warmer. We just came out of a, um, a really bad ice storm. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so we're, we're back, and it's an honor to be on RBN, and uh, especially with a good producer. And I just want to make a, a caveat with our producer today because um, it is an incredible job to be a producer, to handle the phone calls, to handle you know, the commercials at the right time, to handle the host, to handle all kinds of stuff that's stressful and coming at you from all sides. I didn't think men were good multitaskers. But uh, wait till you see what the studio is all about and what producing is all about. And uh, Frank is uh, is wonderful, and he's helping us out, and he's always always got my back. So it's really good. We have two clips that are rather long, but you know what? Uh, to honor my disclaimer and to um, to tell you that you know if it's if it's not true to the best of my ability, if it's not useful to you and if it's not necessary then we're not even going to bother talking about it well if you wanted to know what is going on in israel okay and palestine if you wanted to know um if you wanted to be dropped into a protest with an international lawyer who's got something to say well you're lucky because it's not my show. This is for you that I'm doing this. This is your show. Okay. So if you, I obviously can't tell what you want to hear or unless you call and tell me, but, uh, this is the, this is the problem that we're having today. Okay. And since we're talking about, okay, like, let's see. In the, in the last weeks, we talked about Jews. We talked about Zionism as a word. We talked about Palestinian Christians last time. Um, King Faisal from Saudi Arabia talked about Zionism and how he thinks it's the evil, period. Um, it's the evil that's responsible for, for what's happening in the world. And uh, this week, uh, we have an extraordinary person, um, Lara El Borno, and she's a, a Palestinian-American international lawyer, and she just lays it out, okay? And she doesn't have a problem exposing the burning truths about the genocide in Palestine and what Israel is doing and the conquering force as the oppressor. And I need to give it to you as if she was here with me in studio because this is too important. So why don't we start with... Uh, Clip one, and what we'll do is we'll take phone calls probably at the bottom of the hour. Let me give the uh, the phone numbers real quick. Uh, 512-248-8252 and 1-800-313-9443. Uh, rarely will I be doing shows like this where clips are this long, but uh, this is for you that I'm doing it, and I've always said it, and I'm proving it now. Let's listen to uh, Laura El Borno. This is clip one. The following are reflections on our current state as Palestinians in 2023. The starting point, which is consistently and intentionally ignored by those with power, is that Palestinians, whether they be in Gaza or the rest of historic Palestine and in exile, have experienced brutal colonial violence for generations. It won't be news to you that the majority of people in Gaza today are refugees. Refugees who were expelled from their homes and their land during the Nakba by the Zionists who began the ethnic cleansing of Palestine 75 years ago. You of course know that the people in Gaza have also lived under 56 years of brutal military occupation enforced by the same entity which made them refugees decades prior. That Gaza was turned into a concentration camp 16 years ago when Israel imposed its land, air, and sea blockade, cutting Gaza off from the rest of the world and severely restricting movement of anyone or anything into and out of Gaza. 
And if you're here today, it's because you certainly know that we are 56 days into Israel's genocide of our beloved family and friends in Gaza, a genocide in the legal sense of the term. You know that there are one million children in Gaza, children whose torment by a nuclear power, the fourth most powerful military in the world, is at once justified by and invisible to the Western world. Yet we are in any event warned by the same institutions which have failed to protect us from Israeli impunity for decades and the crime of all crimes in this moment that Gaza is a graveyard for children. Indeed it is. You know that in this current moment, Israel has been killing Palestinian families in Gaza at record rates with advanced weapons technology relying on dystopian AI to identify alleged targets. That our toddlers are being pulled from the rubble of our homes, sometimes alive, sometimes not. Sometimes in one piece, sometimes not. You know that the Al-Nasr hospital preemies were discovered decomposing in their hospital beds after Israel bombed the oxygen tanks of the hospital, denied it electricity, fired on and shelled the building, and forced the families and staff to evacuate at gunpoint, leaving those completely innocent souls behind. You know that Israel attacked and destroyed in a matter of weeks nearly all of Gaza's healthcare infrastructure, killing hundreds of healthcare workers, bombing the solar panels of Al-Shifa Hospital and its maternity ward, sniping nurses, kidnapping doctors, and leaving behind a trail of destruction and mayhem. You watched the Nakba of 2023 unfold on Salah Haddin Street, hearing accounts of children being sniped by Israeli snipers positioned on tops of tanks lining the streets as the mass exodus of Palestinian families were forcibly expelled from their homes in the north and as parents were forced to lay their lifeless children's bodies down on the ground and continue marching as a result of agonizing orders emanating from a faceless army megaphone. You watched Israel announce that we are animals, and that we would be denied food, water, electricity, and aid. And then weeks later, we watched people begin to die of starvation and dehydration. And now we watch as our colonizer openly relishes in the spread of disease in its newspapers while it withholds medicine in perfect but nauseating consistency with the colonizers who preceded it elsewhere in the world. You watched two days ago this genocide recommence with intensity all over Gaza after the so-called humanitarian pause ended. While Israel proudly announced today that they've so far hit over 400 targets in the last two days. If we are lucky as Palestinians, people at a minimum know about the reality that our tormentors have forced upon us for the last 75 years. To borrow from the resignation letter of Craig Mochaber, the former director for the High Commissioner of Human Rights of the United Nations, the European ethno-nationalist settler colonial project in Palestine has entered its final phase towards the expedited destruction of the last remnants of indigenous Palestinian life in Palestine. What's more, the governments of the United States, the United Kingdom, and much of Europe are wholly complicit in the horrific assault. Not only are these governments refusing to meet their treaty obligations to ensure respect for the Geneva Conventions, but they are in fact actively arming the assault, providing economic and intelligence support, and giving political and diplomatic cover for Israel's atrocities. That is precisely where we are today. But one of the most dizzying aspects of being a Palestinian in this age is that Western governments and corporate media who adopt policies and promote narratives endorsing our annihilation deny that this is even happening to us. We as Palestinians are categorically denied the right to narrate our own lived experiences, instead dismissed as biased or exaggerating as the bodies pile up, while instead the statements of the military of the apartheid regime are taken as fact, never challenged, and repeated even when proven false. Worse, the U.S. and Israel, who have seemed to decide our fate for us without our input, casually shop around ethnic cleansing blueprint plans for Gaza while Israel awards exploration licenses for billions of dollars of Gazan gas. 
You see where we're going with this? This is uh, this is Luca's world for today. Uh, you know, I have um, I have uh, something that's on on my wall, right next to my desk, and it says, uh, "When your nation has lost its conscience, be the conscience of your nation." Um, and I've been saying from the beginning that the uh, destruction of Native America and what the Zionists are doing, the international Zionists, let's get the names right, are doing worldwide today, no difference. There's no difference. There's even the breakdown of uh, the, quote, education, unquote, system that the church uh, is responsible for yeah 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 government says you know church you know the church is responsible do what you want with them educate them kill them take them out back do what you want with them right um and this is how they operate okay so between clips i think we're gonna probably end up being lucky enough to play the second clip and you know after the uh, the short break but uh, very quickly before the first break uh i just want to throw out some comparisons Ah, ignored uh, brutal colonial violence for generations. Okay, ethnic cleansing, genocide, uh, which I have provided a definition for you. And I'll even give the, the, the link to our producer if you want to uh, a link to it's fascinating stuff. The uh, Convention on the Prevention of the Crime of Genocide, 1948. Another slap in the face is that the guy who invented the word genocide, the killing of the people, Raphael Lemkin, around that time, didn't even get invited to the first conference that they had. Imagine that. That's what I mean. That's what this is all about. It's all about power and control, right? Ethnic cleansing, uh, military occupation for over 200 or 300 years, depending on who you talk to or how far back you want to go, that the Native Americans have had to deal with. In Scotland, it's been 800 years that they've had to deal with that. See? It depends on where you go. They're not concentration camps either. No, no, here they're reserves. Indian reserves, Indian reservations, right? Uh, clearly restricting access in and out of the, uh, of the uh, reserves. There's a past system that was devised by John A. MacDonald in Canada expressly for that. Uh, se severely restricting movement inside and outside, controlling every move and every intent. This is what they're all about. And just, I want to remind you what the Genocide Convention is. They're flashing that around like it's an important document, which it is. But you know what? They're not even paying attention to Article 2, Section E. Because if you want to talk about Native Americans, which we like talking about here, and I'm glad that people are interested because this is what it's going to come back to anyway in the long run, is that Article 2, Section E, says forcibly transferring children from the group to another group. And that's exactly what they have done to the Native Americans. That's exactly what they did to the Palestinians. There are so many different uh, parallels. It's scary. Advocating and openly committing genocide, you know, or advocating it, you know, John Chivington was one of the worst that I saw, and he was a reverend, or um, a minister, right? Kill and scalp all, big and small, nits make lice. You know? Uh, and, and, you know, you've heard me talk about Richard Pratt from the Carlisle Indian School saying, save the Indian, uh, save, save the man, kill the Indian, save the man. That's what it was. You know, there's so many of them. And this is, I'm going, you know, while I was listening to Lara uh, speak the first time, I always had to put it on pause and take a note, you know. Oh, And then finally, after a while, you're going, oh, wow. Oh, Native Americans did that. Oh, did that. Oh, did that. Oh, did that. All the way down. All the way down to her being, you know, she was saying that they were treating, uh, treating us like animals. Yeah, that's what they said. The uh, three guys that are responsible, quote-unquote, for Israel, that come from Romania and Poland, uh, said that, yeah, we're dealing with animals, uh, no water, no electricity, no gas. We have to treat them as such. 
That's exactly what they did to the Native Americans. It's exactly the same language, same language that Churchill used when he was talking about the disaffected or uncivilized tribes. Remember? India, Pakistan, uh, Palestine the first time, you know, Kenya, uh, you know, it goes on and on. So it's like you're starting to see, they're starting to get sloppy and people that are researching and, oh, I, oh wow, look at that, you know. So in clip two, Lara Elborno, you think that was bad, the first one. The second one gets even stronger and she uh, emphasizes who she is. She goes right down to telling people who she is and how her family goes back to the 13th century, her own family, you know, and how she says Gaza, how she talks about Gaza, how we say Gaza, she says Gaza, and I can almost not, I'm almost not able to say it too, you have to use that first pronunciation, but you have to use the accent on the second syllable, Gaza, it's beautiful. Uh, the media was always ignoring the Indian all the time, right? Hollywood, Oh, boy, don't get me started on that one. We know about how racist Hollywood was about the 1973 Oscars. Remember when uh, Sashin Littlefeather was invited to go for Marlon Brando to refuse his Oscar because of what was going on at Wounded Knee? And big shot John Wayne had to be uh, held back by I don't know how many security guards, remember? And Clint Eastwood throws a little smart-ass comment off, okay? It's all like that. And she was blackballed until 2008 when they were forced to apologize. Took them a while, 1973, 2008, right? This is what I mean. They were blackballed all the time. And when we have time, we'll talk about another movie that just came out. And they're so amazed, the first Native American woman actor, you know, lining up for an Oscar. <gasps> wow, as if they couldn't do it. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh, you know? Give me a break. See, so it's all based on racism. And I have a lot to say about that. You know, uh, Laura said, uh, Lara, sorry, she said a mouthful when she said European ethno-nationalist, I can't even say it, European ethno-nationalist settler colonial project of Palestine. Huh, see, compartmentalizing at its best. European ethno-nationalist settler colonial project. There you go, I said it. Um, in one compartment. And then another compartment. Remember last week, Luca, when we were talking about Rothschild, who said he was his family was indeed responsible for creating uh, Palestine in 1917 by forcing the, Bal the Balfour Declaration? Okay? Everything fits. But see, when you get lies, oh, that doesn't work. No, that doesn't work. No, nothing fits. When you have lies, nothing fits. And this is why when you tell the truth, uh, there's that beautiful picture. I wish I could show it to you. It's a beautiful eagle feather. And it says that when you tell the truth, okay, when truth becomes something you're focusing on, let's say for me, okay, I'm a radio show host. I'm focusing on the truth. If what I'm focusing on stays there, and I keep focusing on that, I will keep trying to find things that are the closest to truth possible, right? Eventually, coming to the point where everything I say demands the integrity of truth to the best of my ability, right? And if you get going long enough, it gets to the point where you tell the truth. Everything that comes out of your mouth is truth. So you become truth, essentially. We'll be right back. This is Lucas World. I'm hearing the music. Don't go away. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. 
Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. about that time when I get to that wave and I'm going to do I'm going to be surfing with Steve how's that I'll be surfing with Steve and we're both coming down this wave at 25 30 miles an hour best wave we've ever gotten in our life and that's what it was for me when I was 13 years old that's what happened we are back with greatest producers on earth I think uh, <laughs> we are back with uh, Luca's world we were before the break where we were talking we were reflecting on what's going on with that clip that I'm uh the first half of the clip that I played for you uh on Laura Elborno international lawyer for Palestine not just anybody okay and if you really want to know what's going on this is like so important that we we're lining up for clip number 2 which we're going to play after the second uh you know after this short break or this short segment um I want to give a shout out to Stephen Douglas Whitener and his show because he's the one that uh, you know helped me. You know, everybody's helping one another. You know, Stephen and his show. Uh, you know, thought crime, thought criminals. You know, um, he's always helped me uh, with what he's good at, right? And this is what we do: we help each other out. Come, you masters of war, says Bob Dylan. Have you ever listened to the words? You ever looked at them or read them? You that build the guns, you that build the death planes, you that build and you know the the bombs, the you know. Oh wait, no. You that build the death planes, you that build all the big bombs, you that hide behind walls, you that hide behind desks. I just want you to know that I can see through your masks. Uh, let me know. Uh, let me ask you one question: Is your money that good? Will it buy you forgiveness? Do you think it could? I think you will find that when death takes its toll, all your money you made will never be able to buy back your soul. Huh? Uh, quickly, on uh, line one, we have Andy in Texas on line one. Welcome to Lucas World. Good morning. Oh, hey, uh, I appreciate you taking my call. No, um, yeah, money can buy back uh, your, your 
friendships and stuff. I mean, you shell out enough money, your friends will forget every damn thing you ever did against them. But no, it will not buy your soul back. So I'll give you that one. We were talking about, I mean, we were talking about that first clip. The first clip was uh, was everything that I've been seeing on the Internet and whatnot. Um, the the instability of, uh, of Palestine is just, uh, or Gaza, is just off the charts right now. And they're actually doing it to the Muslim Brotherhoods as well. But when you, they gave them a, an ultimatum, hey, give us back 200 of our... Uh, our uh, hostages, and uh, we'll, we'll give you 60 days reprieve, and then we're going to start killing you again. It doesn't matter if you give them back or not, but we're going to start killing you again in 60 days. And how in the hell could there possibly be any uh, hostages left in Palestine? Where are they hiding? Uh, yeah. Do they See, know the where the hostages are? These are all distractions, right? Yeah. See, and it's just an excuse yeah. to just temporize and temporize and temporize, right? Yeah, exactly. But on the same token, if you look at what they're doing to uh, so-called Hamas, but they're actually doing it to the Gazans or the Palestinians, yeah. what they're doing to these people, they, they totally have just named them. They, they've got them down as animals in their books. I mean, I yeah. saw a, a video on Max Egan where these two girls, two young ladies, very attractive young ladies, they were all giddy about how they had they had shot, or at least one of them had shot two Palestinians, and she was happy about it. And the guy who was interviewing her was like, oh, so you're happy about that? Oh, yeah, I wish I could shoot more. I mean, that's the mentality going on in Israel about Palestine. Now, think about that. Yeah, Do the Israelis been schooled against the Americans like that? To think see, the same is, way? Is, I mean, This is what I'm saying. The Americans were taught about the Native Americans exactly the same way. You had signs in the front of restaurants that were saying, no Indians allowed or dogs. Okay, It's exactly the same thing. Uh, That's why I can see the parallel. This is what I'm going to be getting at after the second clip. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, and... And well, real quick, and that was where I was going to parallel from right there, was that the American Indians are a perfect, the, the Native Americans, the people who were here before us. I mean, we all know Christopher Columbus did not discover America because it had already been discovered by the Native Americans, the people who were there. Anyway, For let's go with that. Years, let's get on yes. with that clip. Yeah. Well. We'll go from there, Chief. You have a good show. That was awesome. That first clip was awesome. Yeah, it's just put get an image in my head. That... <laughs> gotcha, my friend. Have a good one. Enjoy, yes, sir. Thank you. Sorry for interrupting. This is what happens. You always get you always get to inter- interrupting each other because of the uh, the uh, the time restraints. You know the uh, the seconds that go by, four or five seconds delay. Uh, we have Scottish John on line three. Very quickly on Lucas World. Good morning, John. How are you doing? Hey, Luca, not too bad, mate. Um, Well, I'll try and make this quick. Apparently, this is is International Holocaust Remembrance Day, am I correct? Right. Oh, I'm glad glad I'm doing this against the lies we were told. Hooray. Well, here, it it just reminded me, this is a story that I saw online um, in 2019, five five years ago, and... um, interested me because I used to live just five minutes walk from this place. They're talking about the Imperial War Museum in London. Yes. And the story goes, the remains of Holocaust victims found at UK Museum finally brought to burial. And I'll try and I'll just try and cut this short anyway. Here's how the story went. This is what we're expected to believe. Well, let's hang on because the the music is coming on, which means we're going to the break. We'll be right back with you on the line. We can't wait to hear this one. This is Luca's World. We'll be right back. Don't go away. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. People often write to tell us, What has happened for them since starting Extendivite? Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized. My lower edema has reduced. 
and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. And that is exactly what we're doing. That is exactly what we are doing on Lucas World. We're on the line with Scottish John, and he was just talking about the Holocaust victims that were ready for burial. Were you not? I was indeed. And I'll Tell just me. read this verbatim off this, this thing here. It'll probably be the quickest thing to do. The remains of six unidentified Holocaust victims were buried Sunday at a Jewish cemetery after spending years in storage at a British museum. The Imperial War Museum found the ashes and bone fragments during a stock-taking last year, which would have been 2018, I, I believe. They had been given, the, given to the museum along with other items from the Auschwitz concentration camp by, and note the words, an anonymous donor in 1997. And they've sat there for, what, 97 to 2019, 21, 20, 21 years 22 years, and tests determined the remains belonged to five adults and a child who were victims of the Holocaust from a concentration. Now, how the hell do you determine that? Mm-hmm. Eh? It's, it's going to get better. because bloody charts ridiculous. Next week, uh, you can call in next week because we're going to be talking about the uh, uh, World War II, and I have uh, a few goodies to, uh, to to give as well, but we got to stay on Israel this week. But uh, it's uh, really good because keep that for next week. Actually, I can even take that and make it an audio clip for next week, so we won't have all to right. say it again. Uh, but is that uh, is that all you wanted to add, though? I mean, that's great. Well, just 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 quickly, I caught a clip of former British Prime Minister David Cameron being interviewed yesterday, and it's just still banging all this, all banging the same drum. Israel has a right to defend herself. Of now, course, we see what's going on over there, and that's like saying. If you put me in a boxing ring with Mike Tyson, I have to have one hand tied behind my back 
and Mike Tyson is given a baseball bat simply because he has the right to defend himself. That's how bloody ridiculous this is. Oh, and yeah. I'm sick listening to it. All yeah, right, mate, that's what, it for now. Uh, no, wait, uh, John, remember that you're blessed to be that angry because that means that you've got your beep together, you know, and you know what's going on. Otherwise, you, you'd be dumb, yeah. just like everybody else. You'd be dumbed down and you'd be, you know, apathetic about everything, right? Yeah. Um, as John is leaving the phone, let me remind people what John Trudell said one time. He said, don't believe them. They're lying. They're all lying. The political system is lying. The military system is lying. The economic system is lying. The religious system is lying. They are all lying. Be careful who you believe. Okay? Believe less. Think more, he said. Um, in clip two, Lara will go even deeper, uh, asking hard questions so coldly and ironically similar to what I have learned as a Native American that I am, okay, and I have witnessed and I will see on my journey into spirituality, like this is, it, it's absolute parallel. Um, and we're not going to wait too much longer. Uh, I, I hope uh, our producer has clip two ready. Uh, you're going to hear, let's see, uh, See, I, I know this because I'm scorned and threatened and alienated as well, and that's fine. I spend most of the time by myself, but I know that I'm doing things right, okay? And when you go to Facebook, a jail, within a minute, when you post something, you know you're on the right track, okay? Because if it wasn't true, they'd just be laughing. But when it's true, oh, you get cut off and you get censored, which is something we're also going to talk about when you come back. Uh, censorship. Uh, this is clip two from Laura Elborno, Elborno, I'm sorry, and she is an international lawyer from Palestine, from, from Gaza, from Gaza. Let's hear what she has to say. And yet they know not the first thing about us. Do they know about our origin? That the history of Gaza and Palestine more generally is a deep, rich history of more than 4,000 years? that our land was inhabited and invaded by epic civilizations of whom we are all descendants. From the ancient people of the Mediterranean Sea to the Canaanites, to the ancient Egyptians, the Philistines, the Greeks, the Romans, the Byzantines, the Persians, then the different Muslim empires like the Arabs led by Umar ibn al-Khattab and the Umayyads, the Abbasids, and the invading crusaders driven out of the land by the fierce resistant Salah al-Din. And then came the Mamluks followed by the Ottomans. Do they know that these are our ancestors? My own family traces our lineage in Gaza back to at least the 13th century. My parents were born in Gaza, all four of my grandparents were too, and so on, going back generations. My family is from the Zaytun and Ramal neighborhood in the northern part of Gaza. Do they know that despite the fact that Israel has prevented me from entering Gaza on multiple occasions, that despite the fact that Israel has flattened nearly our our entire neighborhood, along with the majority of, of northern Gaza in the last six weeks, that I, like all Palestinians in forced exile, have never and will never abandon the right to return to our land. Do they understand the meaning of asserting these words during the Nakba of 2023, when the scope of killing and displacement has already exceeded that of the Nakba of 1948? We will never back down. Do they know that while the elderly may have died, the young didn't forget? How could we as the Nakba continues 75 years later? Do they know that Gaza is known in the region as Gaza Ard al-Azza, Gaza, the land of dignity, the land of pride. Do they know that dignity cannot be bought, faked, or seized by force? Do they know that in this moment when I speak to my family and friends in Gaza, they are the ones checking on me? that not a day or an hour goes by where Palestinians in Gaza don't thank God? 
that everyone is sharing everything that they have, that a few days ago a Palestinian couple celebrated a wedding at one of the UN schools containing thousands of forcibly displaced Palestinians, a beautiful act of resistance when you consider the fact that Israel outlaws expressions of Palestinian joy. It is an arrestable offense for which our brothers and sisters in the occupied West Bank are regularly taken hostage. Does the Western corporate media know that one of the last things that Muntasser al-Sawwaf, one of the Palestinian journalists who was killed yesterday by Israel, did was feed the starving cats in his neighborhood that Israeli warplanes turned to dust? Do they know that Israel has killed 72 journalists in this genocide and prevents them, prevents foreign journalists from entering Gaza to bear witness to their war against the Palestinian people? Do these leaders of the Western world, trapped somewhere between individualism, consumerism, capitalism, and materialism, understand that we leave our doors open in times of Israeli bombardment in case one of our neighbors needs to hide and seek shelter? Do they know that we all know each other and that each family killed or injured in an Israeli airstrike generates a burning, searing pain which reverberates across all of Palestinian society on the ground and in exile? Do they know that when injuries from an Israeli airstrike arrive to the hospital, you will hear one of two things. Darmin. Darmin. Which family? Which family house was hit? Because that's what Israel is doing. You'll also hear the urgent call, Aish, Aish, they're still alive. Act quickly. Do the so-called pro-lifers know that we keep playing with our children on top of the rubble of our destroyed homes? Do you know that we are promising our children we will build better homes? Do you know that we are asking our martyred children for forgiveness? Like yesterday. Forgive me, my son, if there's anything I didn't do for you. Forgive me. Do they know that every night before bed for the last 56 days we continue to dress our children in their best pajamas, style their hair, and brush their teeth because life must go on, even during a genocide? Does the world know that our grandchildren are the souls of our souls? Does the world know that we dream of the day when we will finally be free to experience the luxury of the mundane? A life which cycles between school, work, sports, and after-school activities, family gatherings, and summer vacations, and not settler colonialism, apartheid, and genocide. When we can drive from Gaza to Jerusalem, from Jenin to Yaffa, do the U.S. and Israel know that even though we haven't lived free for one single day in 75 years, that we still deeply love this life? Do people understand that there is nothing more dignified than a people insisting on their right to live during a genocide? Do they realize that Palestine will be free because apartheid is not a sustainable form of governance? Do the Zionists know that history will not look kindly on them because they have tried to convince the world that we are animals in order to justify our ethnic cleansing and manufacture consent for their genocide? But do they know that every person in history who has ever tried to convince the world that a group of people were animals was always proven to be the oppressor by the historical record? As we struggle for a permanent, immediate ceasefire and end to the occupation of the West Bank and Gaza and the dismantling of Israel's apartheid regime so that freedom becomes a reality for all people who live from the river to the sea. Let my remarks... Let my remarks be a reminder in the equal importance of witnessing not only our suffering in this moment, but also our deep humanity, our dignity. Because witnessing humanity is an act of resistance against colonial violence designed to strip a people of their humanity. Against colonial powers working overtime to convince you that this genocidal reality is inevitable. My message to you today is that it is not. Rather, freedom is inevitable.
So please continue in this moment to do the single most important thing that you can do by displaying unapologetic, unequivocal political solidarity with the Palestinian people. The Palestinian people who are a symbol of hope and dignity for all oppressed people worldwide. Yeah, that's it. And she deserves a standing ovation, which she is getting right now as we speak. She gets a standing ovation at the end. Uh, before we get to the call, um, it's always fun. Uh, uh, okay, well, you know, I, I have my own uh, answer to all of that. And uh, we'll get to that probably next week. I'm not sure. But I, I want to throw this in. First of all, uh, John Stadmiller would be proud because I'm going to level uh, the uh, you know what's the word uh, debunk this whole nonsense of of what uh, of what happened in World War II and everybody says well you're Holocaust denier and it's like no I'm not I'm saying that we have been lied to about everything oh they told us they told us lies about everything but they're telling the truth about one thing no they're not they're liars and they're thieves and uh, you. What did I just say that John Trudell was saying? They're lying about everything. We've been lied to since birth about everything. Wait till people start putting the uh, the real serious uh, pieces together. Okay? Um, and also, look at Hawaii. Don't I remember Hawaii? Oh, yeah, we already forgot about that, right? In October, remember? Uh, in October. And I also... Uh, it, it was uh, the same week that was happening in... August, around the 8th or the 9th of August, uh, I had this really angry Mililani Trask saying, you will not build on Monarchia. Remember how upset she was? Look what happened a year later to the day they DEW Lahaina. Okay? They don't care. They're laughing. You know, when she was saying that, they were probably sitting there smoking their big fat cigars, you know, and putting their head and their feet on the desk. You know, they don't care so as we listen to lara like that it doesn't matter they don't care what you know and something else i wanted to mention also uh, i'm very glad i just remembered they don't want uh the indigenous educated why do you think rockefeller is always saying you know we don't want thinkers we want workers because look, look at what uh you know look at what happens when you get a, a Khazan person you know from Gaza. I got to learn how to say that from Haza, um, you know, international lawyer. They, they, they don't like that. They certainly don't like her. Uh, Francis, you are uh, on the line when Lucas World. How are you doing? Hey, young man. Uh, one thing, as far as Laura is concerned, only thing I can say is a ho. Mm. Uh, yes. To her and for her. Ooh. What she said was priceless and Quite frankly, it brings a lot of memory back as to what other people have had to uh, deal with uh, in the past. Regardless of what culture, regardless of what uh, background, you name it, ethnicity, you name it. It seems as though humanity has stopped remembering what happened in the past. And they uh, dare to repeat it out of greed, hate, and uh, let's see what else is there besides greed and hate. (laughs) Yeah. But... Uh, yeah. In a nutshell, um, now I did hear the comment at one point a while back about, uh, well, I'll leave that alone for now. That could be a rather heavy uh, issue to get into. But uh, uh, if, to you. If, if the Israeli Jews want the people in Gaza, um, the Palestinians, out of there, I have another idea for you. Since they're having an issue in the Ukraine about having people there to... Right, there's a so-called war or whatever, and are losing big time. Why don't the Israeli Jews go to the, move up to the Ukraine? They have a whole huge place to rule, supposedly. That's much, it's five times bigger than Israel. Five times, if not more, bigger than Israel, and they can do whatever the they want to, but they'll have to deal with uh, what's his face. Well, um, it's. It's so it goes so deep, right? And I just I just see without even you know humbly, okay, very humbly to the most humble way I can say it. All I see is them needing to get into the Middle East for minerals, 
for resources, for land. So they make up a story about 9-11. So they can do 9-11. They can oh, go into the Middle East. They can do seven countries in five years. Now they I have know. Iran that's left. Okay. I'm, 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 you know, follow the money, right? That's all it is. You know, well, Hillary's, there you go. Hillary's sitting there bluntly admitting that they, oh, we went in there. We killed Gaddafi. We, you know, we, they're, they're laughing and they're getting very sloppy. So it's very obvious for people that can. That's because they're getting arrogant. Yeah. They're so arrogant so, with their ego, it's ridiculous. It's being deceptive to them. And um, I'm proud to have you on that. the last minutes of the show because it is the end of the show. Sniff, sniff. Oh, no. I hear that music. Oh, well, we're going to have to go to uh, the break, I think, and then come back. This is the last break. That's right. So we're going to be Are back after that. Uh, this is Luca's World Stick Around. We're going to keep her on the line. Over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty arco super tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. We are back again for the last segment. Jeez, I got scared there for a minute. And you know what? One lesson you're going to have to learn as a man, a very important lesson, you never hang up on a woman as you never interrupt her either. So we were talking to her, and we're not going to let her hang up without, without saying goodbye. We don't, we're not, we don't do that. So we have Francis on the line still, I hope, right? Yes, I'm still here, and don't sweat it. When it comes to technical things, mechanical things, it's better to be interrupted than otherwise. <laughs> there you go. No, I just wanted to but say anyway, goodbye to you properly. Well, that was kind of you. Um, but in, in essence, when people have a lesson in front of them, they need to learn from it, uh, especially when it comes to a different ethnic background. Too many lives have been destroyed in the past, and people need to reflect back on that and not just ignore it and say, oh, well, we, we, uh, we, we own this or whatever. 
people do not own anything on the earth. The earth mm. is a school. We're crying out loud. If you, you don't elude, if you don't learn your lesson here, then how do you expect to evolve out into space? How? How do mm. you evolve out into space? You don't. You only degrade in life and regress. So anyway, with that, have fun. Have a great weekend. Play hard. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. And thank you for calling. And uh, we love you. You take care. Um, well, you know, it's like me, right? I'm scared. Um, I know I don't know that much. I know I'm underqualified. I know I'm, I'm messy and imperfect. But who cares? Right? I, I wish I could say that every week, just like my, my, my disclaimer, you know? Uh, be scared. Do it anyway. Be underqualified. Get in the room anyway. Because there's probably some jerk that, that's probably, you know, going to get pushed aside and you're going to get chosen over him because you have feeling and he doesn't. That's how I got my first job as, as a musician. There is a story about a six-year-old who hands his parents a note. The teacher had called uh, my wife and, and I for an emergency meeting and we wanted to ask the, our child why. And he says, well, she didn't like the drawing that I did. And we went in the next day, and the teacher pulls out a drawing and, and says, uh, I asked him to draw uh, his family, and he drew this. Do you mind explaining? And each member of the family has a noose around their head, a rope, and uh, you know they're being drawn one after the other side by side, and it looks horrifying. And the mother looks at, at the father, and they both crack up laughing, and they both say, not at all. The wife says, yeah, family vacation, snorkeling off the Bahamas. Snorkeling off the Bahamas. He didn't make the, the uh, bubbles properly. It looked like ropes. And everybody was underwater snorkeling at the Bahamas. Okay, so we don't know what we're looking at. We don't know what we're seeing. We know that we're surrounded by lies. So let's be very, very careful. Luca, yes, I'm not on my soapbox. Let's be careful and make sure we educate everybody and we educate ourselves as best we can. And, you know, uh, maybe we'll, we'll start the show off next week with my um, uh, example on what I think uh, about the clips that we heard. So um, with that, we're getting very close to the end, I know. And there it is. There's the music. See that? Just like magic. This is Lucas World. Thank you so much. Be safe, everyone, and have a good week. till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift what in the world is an ease-off drop and lift our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control that sounds great but can i afford it sure and the ease-off installs fast the effortless operation will reduce fatigue speed up your line and increase profits okay I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E A Z E O F F.com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff LLC 417 932 6419. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.